Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. Boy, Christmas right around the corner. It's coming up fast. Welcome to the show, folks. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the outdoor show this morning is Jace. Our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, Texan Roofing, and Boyd's One Stop. All right. Weather. Galveston right now down on the island at 60 degrees this morning. And a little breezy. Uh, Cloudy skies early today, then partly cloudy this afternoon with a high of 62 East-northeast winds will be 15 to 25 miles per hour. And then for tonight, partly cloudy, becoming cloudy after midnight with a low around 60. Again, with east winds 15 to 25. And tomorrow, pretty much the same, except rain entering the picture here. Uh, Occasional rain showers in the afternoon with a high of 64. Winds will be east-northeast, 15 to 25. A little breezy. All right, tides for today. These are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. And then... We have three of them. We have a low coming up at 9.46 a.m. It's a negative 0.8. Then we have a high at 6.40 p.m., a 1.5. And then a low at 10.34 p.m., a 1.3. Sunrise, 7.05 a.m. Sunset, 5.22 p.m. Our moon phase is 0%. We're on a new moon. Looking at uh, current conditions. Right now at the Galveston Channel, it is... uh, 60 degrees with 62-degree water, east winds at 11 to 17. And at Eagle Point, it's 57 degrees with 58-degree water, east-northeast 17 to 20. So a little weather change coming, front coming. uh, It looks like this weekend it'll blow on through and uh, temperatures will drop, water will drop again with a northwest wind. And... uh, Flounder season opens back up this Saturday morning. That uh, hopefully the weather will be somewhat permitting for the crowd that's going to be after after a few flounder before Christmas. How about that? All right. Well, let's go over to the Port Arthur, Beaumont, Golden Triangle area and check in with Captain Bill Watkins this morning. To see what he's up to. Bill, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, how are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm. I had to come back to work and rest up. <laughs> <laughs> you must have made a hunt or something. Well, I fished oh, and fish hunted all week, so uh, it, uh, it was good. Had a good time. That's, Enjoyed it. That's great. You're back oh, in the saddle. Hunting. I wish I could do that every day, man. That is so, so cool. Yeah, me too. 
a lot of fun. Uh, the only problem is the mosquitoes over here. Good gracious. Yeah, they are. Oh, uh, they are fat and juicy, and you can hear their wings humming when they get close to you. <laughs> you know, we never, huh. we never have, never had a mosquito on us, or didn't see any the whole time we hunted in the blind. Then when we came out, they started. They were swarming the truck. That's exactly what happened to us. Man. So it, was, it was cool enough that they were down, and boy, but when we got back to the truck, whoo, goodness gracious. <laughs> I, I had to go and stop and get some flying insect spray and spray the inside of my truck. Goodness. And kill them, you know. Oh, man. Of course, then I sprayed stuff all over my windows, and then I had to clean that off. Oh, I know. That <laughs> stuff uh, doesn't. Boy, don't get it on any sunglasses or anything. It'll ruin a good pair of sunglasses. Oh, yeah, they don't. Man, that's just bad. And bad mosquito dude. spray is, too. Yeah. Uh, that'll wipe out your sunglasses. But, uh, well, I fished. I fished onion Tuesday, and it was really good. <laughs> oh, man. I had some nice Yeah, I didn't go money. We didn't have any water, so I... I put my trip off and uh, just waited till Tuesday. That tide was, I mean, we, I don't know how many, probably lost three feet of water. I don't know. It was out. It was gone. Oh, it was gone. I mean, I couldn't even believe it. I got back to the dock and it fell all morning. I mean, and so we mm-hmm. get back to the dock about one thirty, two o'clock. And I was seriously considering how I was going to get out of the boat. And get up on the on the wing wall. Forgot your ladder. I, I, I mean, I said, "Well, guys, we need a doggone ladder, a rope ladder, or something." Oh, uh, it was, it was uh, the the dock was under my chin, and I'm like standing in on the gunnel of the boat, and the dock was Man. on my chin. I went, like, "Hi, in the world, am I supposed to get out of here?" I'll I'm help this old man there. out of here. Somebody give me a I'm lift. not that young anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I finally figured out how to do it. it was, uh, <laughs> I look like a whale rolling up on that thing. Yeah, but you got up and yeah. down. Hey, don't quit, man. Keep moving, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's what you do. <laughs> that's what I do. Absolutely. That's right. Keep you young. But we caught some really, really nice trout. Uh, Tuesday, we had a four-pounder. Now, that pulls the cameras out. Man. Yeah, nowadays, back in the day, we'd just throw that in the box, wouldn't think nothing about it, and keep chunking, waiting, nothing on a, about it. waiting on a six or eight to come, you know? Yeah. Waiting That's on true. that Kodak moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Kodak, that was then, and this is now. Now we have to deal with the reality of where we are. That's and, it. But, I mean... I caught so many solid fish. I mean, we were on it. I hear Boo Boo Kitty this morning. Oh, <laughs> Matilda. Matilda, is that the name she, of your cat? Matilda. Yeah, Matilda. Matilda. Mighty Matilda. Yep. Yeah. Reminds me of that old Cajun song, Matilda, I cry and cry for you. There you go. Come on, Kitty. I'm going to let you out so you quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've uh, we're still catching fish deep. 
in the river. It's uh, and uh, I did run a uh, I did run a uh, actual drum trip. I yeah, I saw that. that. You put Saturday. that girl on some drum, man. Oh man, that was fun. I well, I cool. do that every once in a while in December. Yeah. Uh, they're always in the uh, energy outfall canal. Mm-hmm. You get some warm, that little bit warmer water. Went in there though, and uh, there was a huge dredge dredging that channel. I, I don't, I've never seen a dredge in there dredging, but boy, they were a hundred yards from us and making racket and grinding the mud and oh, good grief. Running their tugboats, little tugboats around, moving this, moving that. I had about, oh, I guess two hours before that dredge got to me. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if, that's, if that hole will be any good anymore now or not. But, uh, as, as a shell bed. And at first, they weren't there. We caught a couple of 12 inches. And, right. And then. Uh, about 45 minutes to an hour later, the current sped up. Fallen tide started moving faster, and boy, here they come. That's really fun. That little girl caught a 22-inch drum and a bunch of uh, a bunch of 14 and a half to 17s. Yeah, all keep a puppy drum. Yeah, perfect eating yeah, size. Perfect eating. Drums good. Clean and pretty. Yeah, they they are, and uh, they're as good as a redfish. Yes. I just had to, uh, but we wound up getting a getting a two person limit out of that. That was Texas side, and uh, then later we got on them again, in the mouth of a cut, and that water was about three foot deep right there in the mouth of that cut. And oh, they were ganged up in there. Yeah. And we just caught them, threw them back, caught them, threw them back. We already had our limit. And that was hooch. Caught a couple of reds and three flounder and, you know, <laughs> just had a lot of sport. So that was a cute little girl. She just enjoyed the heck out of that. Seven years old. That'll she, she hangs in there and fishes. Got her little Zepco. Oh, yeah. Yep, she can do it. But, uh, you know, the trout fishing has been real good, and it doesn't even matter what color of bait you throw. Um, we use down south lures and K wigglers with a ball tail, four inch ball tail. And uh, it didn't matter what color or what style, as long as you got it into the zone. So we caught uh, we caught trout from 12 foot down to 26 foot, and uh, and then the next day that current was running faster. The outgoing tide was faster. It had pretty well bottomed out the day before Monday mm-hmm. after that front blew through, so it was slow. But uh, that caused those fish to do a little bit different. After the first little flurry early in the morning, they they went down into the river and sat on ledges at about 26 feet, 25 feet. Dang. And you could see them on the graph on the bottom. 
that was sand trout and specks mixed, and you'd let that jig go all the way down, all the way down. When you get it to the bottom, engage the reel and pick the rod up about six inches. You pick that bait up off the bottom just a little, and you'd have a fish on right then. Yeah. I don't know how many fish we caught. Catch and release, catch and release, catch and release, catch and release. But uh, Tuesday, we the current was running faster, and we had to adjust. We didn't catch them on the bottom down that day. They were up, they were up on a flat about seven foot deep. Uh, current running up over the hill, pushing that the outgoing tide was pushing the bait up. Yeah. And we'd have to just wait till two or three come through. You catch two or three, and then you'd have a lull for about ten minutes. Catch two or three, another lull, and we wound up with uh, wound up with a a, a two man uh, thirty fish limit. Yeah, and that was uh, that was a good day, man oh man. But uh, like I say, color is not the issue anymore. It's just uh, how you work the bait. You have to figure out what depth they're in. Early in the morning, they're liable to be up uh, near the surface, and then they'll settle back down. And pretty quick, you have to go down to twelve to fourteen feet. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they go back in the river. But the current was moving good, so that kind of helped keep things on the flat. And then once the sun got up real high, that's when that's when we started catching them in that six, seven foot water. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. That's what we go for. And that's exactly what we go for. Tug and pull. Yeah, that. Uh, that is a that's the only reason. It's it's bites and pulls. It's, it's the sport of it. That's it. I had to figure that out for a while. I I, I thought, well, it's, when I first started, it's going to be about big trout. It's going to be about big trout. And no, it really wasn't. That was a bonus. You catch a big trout. That was the bonus. But we go fishing not for the fillet. Well, it depends on the although, people you got too. Depends yeah. on who who booked you for what, and uh, yeah, and very few people came here. Even even when I started, when we had so many big trout, if they got if they cast for an hour and didn't catch a big one, thought big topwater plug, they'd say, "Well, well, can we just go catch some fish now?" And it, it's about the action, it really is. And everybody right, well, adjusted. Take- Take an action break real quick. I'll be right back at you, Bill. Hang on. All right. Hang with me. All right. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 418 here in the Bayou City. All right, Bill, we are back, my friend. All right. Well, I'm here with you. Yeah. Well, it. Uh, I fished a little different this week. You know, I was, I don't know, I was catching the fish we caught anywhere from six to three feet, you know, and, you know, just kind of working out to end. And then they're just, you just didn't find them balled up in one particular depth. They were just scattered. And, uh, yeah, lots of bites, you know, pretty, pretty much not a, a non aggressive bite, pretty soft bite, really. It, uh, yeah. You know, you just had to I be, run into, yeah, run you run into the same thing. When you were working your lure, you just wanted to make sure, well, when you did get a bite, that your rod was down somewhat. I, I had a ton of bites where I'd be at the top of, you know, up top after I jig my bait up and they'd hit it thin and then just drop it before you could set the hook. But yeah, <laughs> we did all right. We caught, we caught fish and, and, uh, I mean, nothing to ride home about, you know, they were all keeper size fish, but no big ones. Nobody hooked or busted a big one. So, but we fished. Well, on. I'm satisfied with that. That's, uh, that's our new reality, and, and uh, but the fish are growing. You know, they they seem to be getting more and more solid keepers. I'm talking, you know, fifteen or better. Uh, and that that's that's really great. Yeah. I'm, I'm out happy of the fish with we it. caught, we probably only had two or three throwbacks all day. They were all just anywhere from sixteen to eighteen, nineteen inches. You know. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's uh, they're growing every year. If I live long enough, I'm gonna see them. You see them big ones catch one around as long in the lake. Leg, man. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe Christmas yeah, that's, is only uh, man ten days away? Crazy how fast <laughs> you know, it's gotten here. This is uh this is the fastest year I've ever lived in I my think, life. Me too. I don't think it's just me. I'm hearing that from a lot of people. It's just flying by. Jeez. Yeah, well, maybe it's just our age. The older you get, Probably. the more the time flies. Counting our days. <laughs> yeah, you you do after a while. You know, you just, uh, you're painfully aware that you've only got a few left. <laughs> and you never know when it's going, when the hammer's going to fall. Never know. But uh, So did you use hard baits? No, we didn't. You know, I didn't have any bites on hard baits. That uh, everything it was that soft plastic kind of eighth ounce. 
using eighth ounce jig head and uh, probably mostly all paddle tails, really. You know, the smaller baits, the water was in real good shape, and we had to downsize, you know, to get the right bites. We were catching them in that Houdini shad color and uh, pink. Yeah. Pink worked real good. A lot of bites on pink, you know, the old ghost. And uh, Yeah. That was pretty much basic. I I never put a little John on. I and that's rare for me to do that, but I just uh I had a had a paddle tail on my rod when I started and I just stuck with the same color and same bait, waiting for somebody else to find the magic color, but it I don't think it really really mattered. It was just working the bait properly, you know, technique, keep it in the strike zone and uh grab the bite when, when the opportunity arrived. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't thrown an eighth ounce jig in a while, but it's because I'm fishing. Well, yeah, a I mean, bit deeper water. If but I was fishing where you were, I'd be year, throwing it. Yeah, eighth ounce is is usually in that cooler water when it starts cooling off. Uh, you know, you get down around. One day we got to fifty nine degrees. Yeah, and fifty nine point two, and I thought about that. I said, you know, I. If I was in the lake fishing, I'd have to have a lighter jig. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's how I do it. I mean, you just throw an eighth ounce and it works better. And, you know, if you're on a mullet bite, that's when you want to go on up to a five-inch bait and eighth yeah. ounce. You get a little more distance on your cast, and that, that big old bait will kind of suspend in the water column. You know, the I saw fall matters. A lot more shad after that front, too. You know, a lot of that dumped out. You know, it came out of the rivers and bayous and stuff, you know, with that big uh, water drop yeah. we had. And uh, there, yep. I saw a lot more shad, and it was more or less, uh, well, I didn't, we didn't kill any fish, so I don't know what was in them. And they didn't, when we caught them, they weren't, uh, I didn't feel anything in them as like they weren't full. Well, I did. I did find a few fish that uh, had shrimp whiskers sticking out of it. Yeah. You know, but in the deeper water, there's still shrimp in there. Right. Little tiny shrimp, and uh, I think all the better ones have already gone. They're out there. I think you're right. And the water down uh, down in the lower ship channel down there, it's beautiful and green. That's uh, I I went duck hunting yesterday. And uh, I rode back up alongside the intercoastal and the lower channel, and that water was beautiful. <laughs> it's it's dark brown up in the rivers, you know, mm-hmm. clear and dark brown, and down south it's green. It, the conditions are just absolutely great right now. Yeah, it but, nice uh, I nice. These water temperatures down like they are, and and uh, boy, that water cleans up real quick after a blow. Yeah, it does. And uh, we don't have any fresh water coming down to speak of. Nope. Just a little. And uh, that's that makes conditions for saltwater fishing really, really great. Yeah, it's a perfect setup. Uh, and I, I just, uh, I, I'd love to fish the lake right now. I would like to go out there, but as long as I'm still catching fish, as easy as I'm catching them, I'm, I'm I'm gonna hang with my pattern a little bit more, but you know that that lolly that'll finally peter out, and 
and we'll be back out there in the lake. And there'll be there'll be those big old redfish laying on in the mud, you know, two to four foot of water after a big blow. Mm. They'll be out there. And uh, you can just ease along and work the shoreline, like saying, about two to four foot level, and you'll catch them. There'll, there'll be one every once in a while or two or three. And if you like to catch redfish, that's uh, December and January and February is a time to go. Yeah. You catch yeah, those warm, warmer days when you can tolerate it, and uh, they'll be there. Funny how those things do. They, they'll actually bury up in the mud. It's where there's nothing sticking out but their top pin. I don't know how they do that. They're a remarkable fish. Heck, I've even caught trout that were that had mud running off their belly. Yeah, I was looking these uh, trout over real good, and we caught them, and uh, none of them had any leech bites or anything on their bellies. They were good and white and clean. No. You know, they hadn't been hugging no, at the bottom. No, I haven't now, encountered that yet. They start that bottom hugging, they'll start getting all those little red spots on those bites. Yeah. <laughs> it must be tough on them, but I guess they, they're they halfway asleep when they're doing that, and the leech bites don't bother them much. Yeah, they get all dormant. But yeah, you start, you start catching redfish and trout and throwing them over in the boat in the winter, and you'll all of a sudden have leeches swimming in the bottom of the boat. Yeah, sea lice or whatever and, they call them, them little things. Little black leeches. Yeah, little and hitchhikers. Yeah, and sea lice too. Yeah, they'll be yeah, sea, sea lice, lice and then those other little things you're talking about. And, and, uh, yeah, if you, if, you, uh, if you let one of those leeches get on your hand, they will suck on to you. Will they? And uh, oh heck yes! I never I left one on, on the back of my I hand. I never left one on the, my hand long enough for it to happen. Well, this one fooled me. Uh, I didn't even realize that I was being bit, and uh, until it was all you know said and done, I looked down. Yeah. There was a dark, <laughs> dark looking, dark red, very, very dark red, like a blood ball on my hand. And uh, I moved it around, and I realized it was a leech, a little tiny leech. And once I flipped him off, you know, they've got an anticoagulant in their saliva. And that thing bled. Oh, man, I had had blood running down my hand for five minutes before I could get it to stop. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, they will bite you, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they're they're not those big leeches like you see on the movies, you know. They're tiny little things, just you know, yeah, they quarter are. inch long. They're little, but they're yeah. black and they're they're slither and they're kind of gross. But that's what bites those fish on the belly. And the laying in the mud, the, their leeches are there. <laughs> they're always there. Uh, Maybe it might be too salty in Galveston Farm, but over here it's uh, that's pretty common. Sometimes you'll you'll catch a a trout, and there'll be two or three of them hanging on their belly, and they're little red spots, like you say. Doesn't hurt them much. No, I think they heal right up as soon as they shake them off. But 
Yeah, I've caught redfish and flounder that have five or six hanging on them. Yeah, these fish are in good shape too. They got good shoulders on them. They're proportioned really. They're really healthy looking. Oh yeah, yeah. Our our fish are solid. They're yeah. Thick. I can't even hardly get. I got my boning glove on my handle. I can't even hardly reach over the brisket. They're so thick. Right. They're good solid healthy fish. Yeah, all the way down to the tail. You know, the base of the tail is good and fat too. I've. Uh, yeah. They've had a good year. Yeah. They've had plenty of bait and not a lot of moving and swimming. Swim the fat off of them. They're proteining up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Well, it's well I don't see anything a... major coming as far as any kind of Arctic blast or anything for right now. I sure hope we get by that. It's the time year, of year right? we start, you know, flinching a little bit Christmas time. You know, you never know when that. Uh, one of them Arctic whistlers is going to bust through here. Yeah, I spend a lot of energy trying to winterize everything around here. All the risers I've got out in the yard and water lines. Mm-hmm. Man, you you fight the cold like that. We're we're not set up for it in no. this part of the country. You know, well, it's... thank goodness the ground don't freeze around here. It doesn't how last. Was your, long how was enough. your duck hunting? Did y'all see a lot of birds? No. Uh, we were hunting a newly flooded marsh pond right by the coast, and uh, we saw about 30 teal going by in the distance. And we saw one other duck come by, and uh, he, didn't, he didn't buzz us. And that was it. We just watched the empty skies. Uh, Really wasn't many seabirds or anything, but the that pond. I think the ducks. I know a lot of them went on south. Yeah. I I can't figure that. But if you had water at the beginning of the season, then that's where the ducks are. Right. And they're they've got their pattern down. The only way we're going to kill anything in our marsh ponds is uh, whether new ducks come down yeah i need some weather up north and uh push some new birds yeah. down yeah and these and birds that have been duck, here a while birds. they're kind of they're kind of smart now they know which decoy spread to stay away from now they've and they've locked on to the areas that they're at right you know people that had wells on their property and hmm. and could pump water out there and uh and keep it that's that's the ones that had the birds so, you know, I we had saw a, good a lot duck of, hunt. We saw a lot of ducks yesterday, lots. And Did I'd say probably 50% many? of them are, yeah, we we got our limits and everything. We shot 30 birds. That's right. But, you know, there was little lulls. You just had to wait for new waves of birds to come through where they yeah. were he- heading from the west to the east or north to south. And uh, just work them in and turn it loose. Well, I'll tell you, the buddy of mine I hunted with, he's shooting that uh, that Black Cloud TSS. That's the most deadly stuff I've ever seen in my life. Really? He he <laughs> dusted a cripple off out there past the decoys. That thing was 70 or 80 yards out there, and it just smoked it. Yeah, I oh, bought goodness. a box of that. I, yeah, they're I bought a box $4, of $4 a shell. 
That's some high-dollar <laughs> stuff. I mean, that's, that's yeah, as expensive uh, uh, as shooting Weatherby rifle am- ammunition. <laughs> but it's deadly. Boy, it works. But, golly, $4 a pop. Oh, yeah. Who can afford that? But I, I did bail off he and can. buy a box of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Some of us can. Not me. But I, I did bail. I bought me a box of them just to try them. I right. thought, well, I'll, I'll take starvation <laughs> shots today. But I haven't used them yet. I'm waiting for the right day. Well, they're Everything bad to the right bone. Now. I mean, they, if there's any bone left after it hits them, it hits them hard, man. You know, it's that <laughs> tungsten. You know, it's heavier than lead, and it uh, it's yeah. maximum. And it's it's a stack shot in there. It's three to nine shot from size three to nine. And, uh, it puts oh, out wow. Unbelievable pattern. I was yeah, impressed, but... Uh, well, I'll just stick with my three-inch mag anywhere from two to six shot. <laughs> yeah, I it's like about, I like number fours. I, yeah, regular number four steel. Then I buy the cheapest ones I can find online. <laughs> yeah, twos, threes, fours, five. Well, early in the morning, sixes are good for the teal lights, you know, three-inch. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's good. Get you some all good right, coverage. Bill. I got a rock and roll. If somebody wants to call you about fishing, get in before Christmas. You got any openings for them? You kind of run them in? Yep. Yep. But it's looking like it might be January before I have too many more. But uh, they can call me for availability, 409-673-9211. All right, Mr. And Watkins. That'll hey, get you there. You have a good one, buddy. Oh, you too, Mickey. All I, right, see you, man. I appreciate you calling. All Bye-bye. right, later. All right, that's Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. And the Belleville Meat Market, what a great place to shop and have all your processing done for wild game. Nothing beats the Belleville. This week they're double featuring dirty rice pecan smoked sausage and cheddar pecan smoked sausage. Try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available, and they have a full menu a pecan smoke barbecue, they serve that Monday through Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., you know, with pecan po- smoke, pulled pork, homemade hot dogs, everything is available there. And their wild game processing, they make Vinny dogs and hog dogs using your own venison or wild game. And uh, check out their gift boxes here before Christmas. That's a great gift to give someone. You can uh, – they're – you can check them out in-store. You can go online. They'll even help you build a custom box for somebody in your life. And celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community, that's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 438 here in the Bayou City. And let's go up to Conroe and check in with our good friend, the fish dude. Richard, how are you doing this morning? Well, Mickey, you know I'm doing good, but I snuck off on you. I'm over at Sam Rayburn's. Oh, you are? Okay. Well, I'll uh, rephrase yeah. that then. Let's go to there, the big Sam and talk to the fish dude. There you go. There you go. Yeah, was, <laughs> I'll be headed back today, though. I came over Sunday and decided to stay the week and get to see what I can find out over here and what's going on. Dang, water's down over here pretty good. So, yeah. It's, uh, I know they're supposed to be working on the dam or something like that. I can't I don't remember what all the details are, but dang, water's down pretty good. And, and I've been looking for bass, but I get hung up on them dang dope crappie over here every year. So it's just one of them things. So the crappie are actually a little bit slower than what I expected, but but uh, they're still biting all right. They're doing some good ones too. So And bass, as far as bass are concerned, them rascals, I done found them, them knuckleheads anywhere from, four to six foot of water all the way out to 40 foot of water. I mean, they're, they're kind of all over the place. Scattered. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you they are. It's just, you know, the deeper water's holding more bait and everything than, over here than, than uh, what I was expecting. But it's, you know, water temperature's 58, 50, stuff like that. So it's, it's not too bad. So it's, uh, it's, it's different. I'll be out, like I said, I'm going to go out there today fish till a little afternoon or so and head back over and get ready to go hybrid fishing tomorrow so go hybrid fishing tomorrow and maybe do that again saturday i don't know i might change it up kind of depending on what all happens you know that rain supposed to be and hopefully it gets on on through and everything so yeah so i can saturday morning i can get out there without too, too much problem you know i think all of it's going to blow in tomorrow afternoon and everything and hopefully blow right on out but but uh, we'll see. There ain't no doubt. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. And so, but I know them hybrids gotta still be doing good. Them rascals are they're starting to pile up everywhere on Conroe. So that's that's a good thing. They're getting in the mouths of the creeks right now more than more than anything. That's that's what I've noticed. And, and there's some of my historic places that they're not showing up at, but some of the others are just they're stacked in there like cordwood. So. It's just a matter of finding out which one they want to be in tomorrow. Right. It ain't gonna hurt. It ain't gonna hurt my feelings none at all because it's they're you know they're just a hoot to catch whenever you get into them. If I you know I like to get away from them them littler ones, but that's all right. They're they're they got to be caught sometime too. So it's just one of them one of them things, and it's 
<laughs> I'm just ready to catch anything. It don't matter. As yeah, long as I'm with you, man. A bite's a bite. A bite's a bite. There ain't no doubt. And that's, yeah, it's just like with those, those crappie and stuff over here. It's, um, a lot of these brush piles that are, have been set out there, you know, shoot, them rascals are sticking out of the water a lot. And, and all the jugs that are holding them up, they're all up out of the water. So they're, they're kind of showing everybody where they're at. Right. That's, that's the problem. I mean, it's, how low is that lake now? I have not looked at sure. it lately. I well, haven't I, looked at it. I hadn't talked but, to Randy Dearman in, in a while. He's, you know, he's gone to Mexico doing his deer hunting thing he does every year. So, right. Well, it's like, you know, like over here, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, it's, it looks like it could be up to about five feet as far as what I'm seeing. Cause there's a, a lot of the stuff that I'm, I'm going over. I know normally is way under the, under the surface. And it's, you know, I've been checking out up here on the North end a lot and around beach basin and stuff like that here it is i just brought it up it shows it's uh 7.03 below pool that's what i was thinking i was going to say six feet but i wasn't gonna i didn't want to go over but that's about right right. you know seven seven feet it's it's looking that way too because a lot of this stuff i mean there's there's dry ground where where some of these old places are that, that i know i've cut through before years years in the years past going from point a to point b like up around buck bay there's a little little place there's nothing but a sandbar out there now and we've run across that thing a right. bunch you know so i am glad to see there ain't no stumps in there where i thought there wasn't any stumps anyway so that's one <laughs> that's good that's one of the yeah i mean you get get up here in some of these places where you start seeing some of those stumps like man i can't believe i i ever ran through there but you, you know you just you never see them when the lake's up at normal pool so that's it's not a problem but there's other places like say they're just dry ground right now and that's that's all right too but it's you know, like say it's i've been catching jig and spoon fish and i you know i don't mind dropping a jig and spoon it's just not that's not the norm for over here getting out there in 30 and 40 foot of water and just bouncing jigs straight up up and down and catching fish so it's it's fun when you find them it's you know the thing about yeah. it is looking for them you just got to find the spots where they're at and it's uh i did find out there's a bunch of yellow bass over here too and i found a school of yellow bass out there out there the other day in about 50 foot of water so i kept seeing them down there on the bottom thinking what in the heck is that dropped that spoon down there and, and sure enough figured out there's a bunch of yellow bass but then along with that not 20 yards from them there was a school of black bass there wasn't no big ones but you know, they're good two pounds, but that's all, you know, it's all right. Fish are fish. Like I say, as long as they're pulling on your string, it's, that's what makes it, makes it all good. And then them dang dog crappie, boy, it's, it's a hoot watching them on that, that forward facing sonar. It's, uh, them sunguns, some, even the bass. I mean, yesterday I caught a bass on the rattle trap and I was out there in about 10 foot of water throwing a three quarter ounce trap and just reeling along the outer edges of the grass line. And I saw some fish out there on the bottom about 40 feet ahead. I mean, I, you know, I figured, well, it's catfish or something. And, well, that rattle trap come over the top of them, and they shot up and nailed it. So that's, that's even even more fun because you get, you get to looking sure. at that going, dang. Man, that, I mean, and they shot up. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like there was any hesitation. When they seen it or heard it, 
year they came. I mean, they, they came they for it. Yeah, that's cool. I guarantee you. Now, it's really neat to watch that because they're sitting dead on the bottom of that trap. TV guess. fishing, man. That's crazy. It, it, it is. It is. But it's, you know, it's, you know, the more I get used to it, the, the more I'm, or the less I'm actually using it to, to pick out fish and, and try to catch them. I'm just using it to find, hey, there's fish in this area. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to fish here a little bit harder than I would somewhere else because I'm not seeing them in, in well, other yeah, places. Yeah, if you know fish are there, it'll make you fish a whole lot harder, you know. Right. To and try that's, and make you know, a that, bite. That's the key is keeping your confidence up where you know you're throwing at something. It's it's tough to – well, if you're in a dead spot and you're not getting any bites, it's tough to stay with it, man. It, it is no matter where you're at, whether you're in the bay or whether yeah. you're in, you know you're you're in the freshwater. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you if you absolutely know, hey, there's fish in this area, you'll stay and fish fish longer and harder trying to catch those fish. You know whether whether you know what type of fish they are. You know, just like I was talking about those yellow bass out there in that, that deeper water. I mean, I didn't know what they were down there. I just knew they were something. And I even caught some catfish down there because I kept seeing them down there on the bottom. And some of them, I mean, there were some huge ones down there. Yeah. You there, Richard? Boy, he just cut loose, didn't he? Well, I'm not hearing him. You hearing me okay? I mean, I don't know what's up. Well, I'm not hearing him at all. Yeah, see what's up with that. Either that or we can just go ahead and go to Charlie. I mean, it's time for Charlie anyway. That's uh, that's strange. Well, he I did notice his connection. It was kind of in and out a little bit. It wasn't real bad, but uh, I know about up at Rayburn or certain areas, it's uh, tough to get a good, consistent signal. I've seen that a million times. But, no, it's – well, that's good he's over there trying something different. I know the drill. It's always good to it just it just gets old doing the same thing every day, and gives you something else to. Well, it fires you up to go fish new water, new areas. <clears throat> that sure is hard to go back to the same spot all the time. But that uh, well, that was a good week. You know the that east wind was a little cool early in the morning fishing, but uh, and hunting it wasn't too bad. It was. Uh, for this time of year. All right, let's go check in with Charlie Paradoski, see if we can get a good signal with him this morning. Charlie P., what's up, buddy? Oh, we'll get a good signal here. I'm in Sugarland. Oh, you're you're back in back in the swing of things over here. Yep. Trying to get some rest. Yeah. Now I only fished I only had Monday and Tuesday this week. Nikki, right. you know, it's starting to slow down for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, there weren't even that many boats in the water, just very few people. And right. hell, 90% of them go to the river. Um, right. But uh, pretty good bike Monday and Tuesday. Monday, Monday was pretty chilly out there, but uh, yeah, fish kept us busy. Yeah, I saw you know, it it's, uh, it. Uh, yeah. Did that? Uh, did y'all lose a lot of water? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did too. Did it change we sure anything did. for you? No, the fish. Are, you. you know, when I cleaned all, when I cleaned these fish, he, 
these guys I had for Monday and Tuesday are some of my biggest old meat haulers. And right. I hadn't taken them in a couple of years. And, uh, you know, we turn loose everything over 20. Right. And, uh, we had several 24s and 25s, but, uh, oh, you caught I have good yet, fish. Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I have yet to clean any of those fish and a shrimp fall out of. Right. You know, you know, we yeah, had, uh, the fish we caught Tuesday, I didn't see any whiskers or anything. It looked like, uh, the only thing they were biting, you know, feeding on was shad, you know, small shad, yeah. about two, three inches. Same here, either shallow or, uh, Either shad or, or finger mullet, right? Uh, and and you know some birds tried to work Monday, but as uh, soon as you point the boat at them, they disperse. You know, break up. Yeah, and you either had to come in just right to catch a couple of fish, or uh, or you didn't get them at all. So the better fish were drifting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tuesday, that damn wind came up about nine thirty, ten o'clock out of the east, pretty strong in East Matagorda Bay. And uh, we'd already caught a bunch of fish, and uh, we ended up having to go to the river to finish out the day, do something different. Yeah, but, to get out of it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It started off, man. It was puffing up to about ten to thirteen, and real early. I said, "Boy, this ain't good," but. You know, we actually got a lay down about one o'clock. Well, it, it didn't lay all the way down, but it felt calm compared to you know all morning. And uh, but it didn't it didn't change the way the fish bit or anything. It just made it easier for us to keep the boat on them. You know, fishing out of the boat yeah. on them. Yeah. Well, it didn't lay down here at all. But uh, the the people that were in the river caught some better fish on on Tuesday. Also, like we were catching well, out good. there. Yeah, so, but not everybody. I talked to a few people that didn't get them. You know, caught a bunch of yeah. little ones. So you uh, you got to hunt and figure it out. Ain't nothing easy about this whole damn year. Got to keep pecking, man. Moving around and pecking. Lots of pecking. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> these fish like over here in East Bay, they're right on the bottom. Yeah. Right on the bottom. So. Unless you got good fishermen, you're seeing a lot of shell being hung. And, oh yeah, uh, I had, and I ain't seen a live oyster on a shell yet this whole year in East Bay. You know, and that's no. that's just so strange over there. I mean, y'all hadn't had any floods or anything really that'd be detrimental, you know, to oyster beds. Mm -mm. You know, the the oystering that's going on over here is in West Bay. Uh, right. One of those sections was around uh, Mad Island and Shell Island, and, uh, mm -hmm. and that's the only oyster that's going on over here. But it's crazy when you think about all the beautiful oysters used to come out of East Matagorda Bay. Man, everybody wanted them Matagorda oysters, man. Yeah. Yeah, and and there were so many oysters in East Bay that the water would get so clear it get air clear right well that just tells you how much water that they filter and it makes a difference oh yeah yeah and the only way you could catch the fish is in finding dirty streaks of water mm -hmm. and that was either caused by the mullet down deep digging them up or uh, oyster boats right making brown streaks so
But uh, no clear water now, buddy. I guarantee you that. Just fishable water. Yeah, Y'all got Galveston Bay water now, which is pretty. I mean, I, the water was nice everywhere I went. Two, three foot visibility, that good, deep, dark trout green, you know. And yeah. uh, I was surprised it really bounced back and looked like that after that blow we had over the weekend. Man, that's yeah. pretty good northwest breeze there, bud. Yeah, I didn't fish Sunday. I had a had a group and rescheduled them, but uh, a, a few of the guides did, and and they caught fish. Uh, the the tides got so when the tides get real low like that, those redfish fall off in that diversionary canal. Right. So they caught a lot of redfish Sunday, and then they go up river and catch their trout. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're lucky to have that down here. You know. Yes. Always get out of it. Get out of the element and and, uh, make a day of it. Catch some fish. Uh, That's what's going on over here. Well, that'll work. You got many many openings between now and Christmas time for the holidays for kids and stuff or what? Yeah, I think everybody does. If they say they everybody. don't, you're a damn liar. <laughs> that's that's the only that's the only time I put uh, put Fishmen them pictures. Don't lie, I hate, Charlie. <laughs> I hate putting those pictures of dead fish up like that, but I can put it up, and I get two or three calls. Mm-hmm. You know, we've taken so many people fishing over the years that uh, somebody always seems to call. Yeah, I uh, wait to. Find the hottest one who's ever got the hottest pictures. I'm calling him. <laughs> it's the way it works now. Shopping shopping online for a fishing trip. <laughs> it's a damn shame, but that's the way it is. That's just the that's the world we live in now, Charlie. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, you couldn't have put it any better. All right, buddy. Yep. Well look, somebody wants to come get with you, do some shopping. <laughs> How they get a hold of you. Yeah, it looks like we got a fair weather next uh, stretch of weather next week. Call yeah, me on we the do. cell phone. It looks good. Yeah. 713-725-2401. As long as we don't get an Arctic blast, man, I've got my fingers crossed. It's coming. Yeah. It'll be here before we know it. I know it. Enjoy it while you can, man. Yes, sir. All right, Charlie P. Always good talking to you, buddy. Take care, Mickey. I'm going to do it. You do the same. See you, man. All right. That's Captain Charlie Paradoski in Matagorda. Time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.